Never in my life did I think I would have a guest that could inspire me to cry on a live recording. And this very special guest did just that. Whereas most people know him as Chef Robert Irvine from Restaurant Impossible on the Food Network. In today's episode, you will get to know Robert, the fearless and tireless warrior for humanity. Robert will talk to us about his personal journey to success and how he went from falling in love with food and serving in the military at a very young age to creating a large and influential platform to serve others. He will also reveal how you can get involved in helping him and his team of over 500 members to use your food and hospitality business to create life-changing opportunities to make the world a better place through the Robert Irvine Foundation. Today, we have Robert Irvine with us from the Robert Irvine Foundation, so many shows on Food Network, and so many other amazing things we're going to talk about, like Irvine Spirits, Fit Crunch, and how we're going to be helping the military and their families. So, Robert, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thanks. Uh, it's going to be fun, right? Then we're going to only have fun. So, Robert, first, Usually I start the podcast with the first time I met somebody. We haven't met in person, but even just in the prep here, I'm overly impressed with you and what you do. So I'm just going to say thank you for being here and thanks for all the work you're doing. But why don't you tell the audience about you and how you got started with the foundation? Um, Well, it goes a bit further than going back. Um, When I was 11 years old, I did a home economics class, started cooking. There was 30 girls. There was me. I thought there was going to be a girl involved. There wasn't. It was a Keish Lorraine. Fell in love with food. That's amazing. Um, so joined the military at a very young age, uh, 15 and a half. My mother took me to the recruitment office because I was not a good student. I used to uh, wave her to the bus and say goodbye. And then I would go back into the house, drink beer with my friends. One day she caught me. Hence, uh, I joined the military at a very young age. Uh, my sister's Royal Navy as a cook. Wasn't the smartest guy on the planet. Maths, one to five, one being the highest, five being the lowest. Same with English. I got five, five in that test. They said, you can be a cook. And here I am at 57 years old, still cooking. Did military for a long, long time. Came out, went to cruise lines, worked in Jamaica, did all these amazing things uh, as a young man. Then worked in uh, Atlantic City at Trump Taj Mahal for about four and a half years, Caesars for four years, and I started my own company. Now, why was that journey that I just told you important? Because that was how I started to get a name and the social media come out. Gary Sinise tweeted me um, many, many years ago. I am a huge fan of Gary. Gary and I are best friends. He tweeted yeah. me and said, is this the real Robert Irvine? And I had the blue check mark and he didn't. And I said, well, is this the, the, the real Gary Sinise? And That's he said, great. yes. I was going to Honduras to do a special, uh, uh, special um, forces base to do 4th of July weekend. He was going to Alaska and said, I, I've got an idea. Uh, can we collaborate? And I said, whatever you, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to feed 10,000 people next week. And I said, done, no problem. And he said, really? I said, yeah. So we have been doing Invincible Spirit Festivals for 15, almost 16 years around the globe. He would play the band, Lieutenant Dan Band, and I would do the food. That is so Um, cool. So that's how we, that's how the Robert Irvine kind of started, right? Um, Doing military work. I was already doing work at the White House uh, and traveling with various presidents and doing all those things that that, um, I did. But then I wanted to do more. I didn't feel that Gary was building houses and doing all these things. And I wanted to be more mental and physical, post-traumatic stress and, and, and physical fitness, because that's what I'm into. Uh, so I started my own foundation, Robert Irvine Foundation, uh, about eight years ago. And we focus on four pillars of, of kind of um, devices, Mobius devices. So if you know Dean Kamen, who created the Segway, he created an iBot that allows a person with um, an amputee 
um, either triple amputee, double amputee, single amputee, to stand up at, at, at normal height. Wow. Um, um, for us, and we, we, last year we gave away 10 of those. And what it does, it gives back, restores independence, right? Instead of people, one of the most debilitating put things that you can do to a person in a wheelchair is actually bend down and talk to them. Yes. Very demeaning. Um, so we wanted to change that. So that's one part of the Mobius devices. Then we do um, post-traumatic growth dogs and we do programs into feeding our heroes. Um, we have classes and schools and cooking classes and all these other things that give independence and restore independence back to those that have lost so many things, not the ultimate sacrifice, but almost, you know, a lot of, a lot of our military and, and families have suffered um, gravely through 18 years of war and modern war, but also Vietnam War, World War II, et cetera. So I wanted to make the difference. The foundation does that. Um, in fact, I was just on a call um, about another program that we're about to do, um, training military folks that come out of the military in food trucks. And then when they graph the business sense on the basis, so we put them in a food truck, we put them on a base, we teach them how to run it, then we put them in brick and mortar uh, restaurants. That is so, amazing. Isn't that great? I feel like this is like a TV show except for real life. So amazing. Yeah, it's real. And, and, and I feel that these folks have so much to give. So that's how the Robert Irvine Foundation started. And we keep adding programs. You know, first it was a pass through. We would raise money, give it to various other charities. Now we're running our own programs. Uh, eight years in, we've got a great staff. Um, building every year uh, and looking at the changing face of our military. You know, we're not at war anymore, but there's still a lot of folks out there that are suffering from post-traumatic stress and growth that need um, a lot of care mm -hmm. and where the government falls down. And um, that's why the Garrison East Foundation, Robert Irvine Foundation, TAPS Foundation, all these other foundations above Woodruff are, are doing great work because they can fill in the gaps where the government misses. Right. And one of the things that you said, which was amazing, is helping those who might have been, been an amputee or in a wheelchair. But you're also helping people who are still active in the military, like we spoke about earlier, with some of the meal programs and feeding people. Could you talk a little bit about that, just because most of the listeners here are food focused? And I think that this will be very exciting to them. So I'm working very closely with, with all branches of the military um, on the feeding platform. And one thing the military has done tremendously over the years is it's grown its arsenal of, of you know, planes, trains, tanks, et cetera, et cetera, but never been invested in the human beings that make those things work. And the Army, actually, funny enough, was in the Air Force were the first two forces. So the Army has a new program called H2F, Holistic Feeding, and the Air Force has 2.0. So working very closely with them. And what are, the, um, what are those programs? So there are five, five. So the Holistic feed, Feeding program is nutrition, fitness, uh, sleep, spirituality, combined into one thing. Uh, the fitness test is now changed in the military, which we learned lessons many years ago in Afghanistan, Iraq, when we couldn't lift people up and drag people out. Push-ups don't help you drag people out. So the whole the whole focus of, of military fitness has changed dramatically because of those wars. And the feeding platform has changed. Now, if we look at a special operations group, they're fed a diet individually. That's we can't do that in the main force. It's just too it's too it's too much. But uh, right now, APs and and the military are looking at almost like campus style dining. So the old prison-like dining facilities, and I call them prison-like because they're just old, you know, straight uh -huh. serving, scooping, whatever. Um, and, the, and the military for the last couple of chairmen, General Milley, uh, and now hopefully CQ Brown, if he gets uh, the nod from the Senate, um, are really about focusing on people. You know, we're awesome. in the people business. Uh -huh. And that means, that means food, housing. Food is a huge part of not only post-traumatic stress, but also post-traumatic growth. 
because food is is comfort, food is home, food is hope, food is all those things that we can never talk to people about unless they're sitting down. So imagine, um, I don't know, pick your, if you have a daughter and she wants to tell you about a boyfriend, it's much easier over a cup of coffee and a meal, or I've just lost somebody. Or So uh -huh. food to me is, is what I call the international language of love and hope because it softens the blow and opens people's hearts. In, right. in order it's easy to, to connect over, over a common interest and who doesn't like a good meal. Absolutely. So, so, and the military is doing that now. And, and I'm so, I'm so happy to be part of, it's a small part. It's really kind of big, but it's a small part in, in a huge organization that has taken forever to change. Right. You know, so three squares, three squares, and, and here's your rifle and your pack. Off you go. Here's an MRE. Yeah, that doesn't work today. It doesn't work in today's world. So now we're finding that, that, you know, the leadership is, is really focused on this. And I'm, I'm, it's about time. So, so yeah, that's what we're up to right now with feeding the men and women. Uh, we just come back from Poland, eight bases in Poland. We're off to Germany next. We're off to, uh, I've just come back from Scotland. So it, it's a big move. It's like an earthquake. You know, when it starts, it swells pretty quickly. And I think so, that's what we all need, right? Is good fit, health and fitness. Yeah. And again, obviously in the military, but everyone, right? There's a little bit more depression and PTSD out there than there ever was. People listening, restaurant owners, restaurant operators, just people interested in the food world. What could they be doing to help you guys as an organization or help the organizations that you guys help? Is there anything that we could be help doing? Well, I think there's one thing. Look, we, we are, we're very blessed. We have a distillery. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about that with Irvine, Irvine Spirits? What well, Irvine Spirits, we, we, we bought uh, or partnered in a uh, distillery in Lansdale, Pennsylvania, and we created a whole line of Irvine products, gin, vodka, ready-to-drink drinks, martini espressos, old-fashioned, all those kind of things. And the money that we raise and that goes into the foundation to be able to help other people. The same with our food line, the same with Fit Crunch, the protein bars. A percentage of everything that we do, even television, goes into a big kitty and then we, we do all these programs for other people. So if you have a restaurant, start stocking some of Irvine products. If you go to a store uh, and you buy a, a Fit Crunch bar or, or cookies from Amazon or whatever it is, that money, know that money goes to the Robert Irvine Foundation. And you can check it out, robertirvinefoundation.org. There's a, there's, there's a video on there. I will warn you, it will make you cry. I um, watched it yesterday when I got um, it sent to me. I, I cry I cry all the time, but the things that we do, we've just had our big golf tournament in, uh, in San Antonio last week uh, with 100 uh, uh, wounded veterans from different generations of war, which was unbelievable. Um, our, our old Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, spoke. Um, some amazing, amazing folks. And when you see the joy, and somebody said to me, and, I, and I'm, 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 I'm telling you the truth when I tell you that, she came up to me on the golf course when I was riding around and just said to me, I was thinking of committing suicide two weeks ago, and this golf tournament kept me alive. And I, I, I got to tell you, I feel like it now. For those of that's, you who can't see us, I'm crying now. Just that's so the know. mission. That's right. the mission is how can we, how can we stop and help and, and, and change the world and look, it's not just our, our men and women that wear the cloth of my nation and their families. It's, it's first responders, it's firefighters, police officers. I literally, this morning, um, uh, this week, uh, two, two police officers, uh, one is still in intensive care, one was, was killed in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, I sent literally money this morning to their families. And that's, that's the, I get so passionate about this. It, that's why I'm doing everything I do. That's why I travel, that's why I work. It's not, it's not for richness or, or big houses or big cars and 
and planes and trains it's because the people out there are less fortunate than us that need help and the country is at a, a, a point in, the, in this time that that nobody's getting what they need and if they do it's 50 percent of this one and not this one i don't color i don't care what color what race what religion what what money you have what you don't have we are human beings and that's what the foundation is is giving back grace and goodness and hope and all those those things that that the good lord put us on this planet for right and again the restaurateurs the restaurateurs the hospitality people are the salt of the earth they give the most than any other person in the world and i will say that because i believe that uh -huh. not only food but shelter and, and and hope and and they do so many things for so many charities so thank you to all you guys listening for, for what you do in your in your environments right no i and again i'm crying now and i'm feeling when i hang up my next stop might be to have an Irvine spirit just to stop this, but that's okay. Um, I was going to ask you your most inspiring story, but it sounds like there probably isn't a most, but it does, those two that you just told were just so special. And you see, you were telling us earlier that you travel 345 days a year and 150 of them for the, or, for the foundation. And that's just unbelievable. So it's, after hearing that, to hear an inspiring story, I feel like every single day you must go to bed either with tears of happy or sad or just. I'll share yeah. two with you that uh, you may remember the movie Battleship. There's a uh -huh. young man named Greg Gadsden. He was the only double amputee at that time to continue in the army to run a garrison for Belvoir. He uh, he came out. They they retired him. He, went, he made this movie in a wheelchair, a regular normal wheelchair. And he's been a friend of mine for many many years. I said, look, I got to get you into one of these iBots. I sent him up for fitting. So this iBot goes up and downstairs on its own. It goes across rough ground. It's wow. unbelievable. So for the first time, and, and this again will make you cry. He's got kids. Yeah. He couldn't go out in the garden. Uh, he, he loves to take uh, photography. He's a look photography. And he couldn't do any of that because he's in a wheelchair and, and whatever. For the first time, two years ago, when I gave him this iBot, he went into the garden on his own, took pictures, played with his kids, oh played ball with his kids. Um, and that's one. Then the other one. Would, right. And so not just changing his life, but his children, his family, everyone. And and I, I was with him last weekend and he and he took the microphone from me unannounced and just poured his heart out about what how he ch we changed his life. There wasn't a dry out in 250 people just crying. I was sobbing. But then there's another one, a restaurant impossible, a young lady who I went to help a restaurant in uh, in California, San Diego, California. Uh, she was hit after I finished the show. She was hit by a hit and run driver, uh, left for dead in a stolen car. We eventually found the guy. He's in prison now. Uh, it took a long time because there was no fingerprints or anything in the car. Um, but they left her for dead. Uh, wow. She is now. This is now going on two years uh, that she's in doing tough mudders, still going through brain uh, training. And uh -huh. I had to sell the restaurant. But one thing I will say that that the the, the highlight of this whole story was. I called Food Network. I said, look, I need to do a revisit of this. I need to run a street fair. I'll take care of everything. Just let me do it. Uh -huh. Right. So we went back. We raised 200 something thousand dollars. We run wow. a street fair. I bought in all these chefs, the city, the firefighters, the police. They shut the roads down. They, I mean, um, and we give that to her. You know, she had no insurance. She had no life. She had no, I mean, literally, I laid on the bed of this girl that was almost dead. Um, wow. I mean, the, and the, and that's the again. I go that to the restaurant industry. All the chefs that we've done in California on Restaurant Impossible came out, bought food, 
and we fed, I think, six, seven hundred, eight hundred people. And the money they paid for that ticket went towards, uh, you know, so that's the humanity piece of, of, of what we do in the food and beverage business. Yes. Well, Robert, as impressed as I was, I am when I watched the show or saw the website, this conversation was more than I could have ever asked. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to meeting you in person. So thank you so much again. You are so welcome. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dana Delivers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to encourage you to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And share it with your friends, colleagues, and anyone else who could benefit from it. We have great conversations with top leaders in the restaurant, franchise, and hospitality space, where they offer their knowledge and expertise and give us valuable insight into these industries. If you have any questions or observations you'd like to share with me, please reach out at dana.zukowski at aprio.com or visit our website at aprio.com to learn more about all the different ways Aprio can help your business. Thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to delivering more valuable content soon.